In today's episode, I have a couple that I'll be interviewing. This couple are both my clients, and they've been my clients for over three years. I'm excited. I hope you're excited because I get today I get to interview Cody and Jana Cooley. Both of these guys are entrepreneurs. They have been married for almost 20 years. They have three beautiful kids, and I'm excited to share their story of fitness, of faith, and how fitness has improved their life. Stay tuned. Hey everyone, it's Andrew Bustos of the Bustos Training Fitness Podcast. This is a podcast about life and fitness. You know what, DJ? Hit that music because it's time to start the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. Today, like I said in the intro, today I have two people that are dear to my heart. Two people that are the pioneers. What are y'all laughing? <laughs> two people that are really, really close to me, and I love these two people dearly. I have the Cooleys in the house, like I said earlier. We have the Cooleys, Cody and Jana Cooley of Abilene, Texas. Guys, how are y'all? Good, good. Thank you. Thank you for... You, uh, you like that intro? Uh, kind of. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> little- a little nervous. <laughs> hey, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I little, love it. A little, little out of my you, comfort zone, but that's where you grow, you know. I, I've noticed that you have come prepared. You you yeah. are prepar- you are pre- preparation. That's uh, preparation is key. <laughs> and, For sure. And who do you have with you today? She hasn't said a single my, thing. My beautiful wife, Jana. Hello. Hi, welcome to the show. Guys, thank you guys so much for doing this. Thank you. It, it really means a lot to me that I get people on here that are part of my life. And you guys are big community people to me. That's what I think of you guys. I think you guys are great. So it's so happy that you guys are here on this show and I'm pumped up. You guys ready to go? We're ready. Thank you. You ready to rock and roll? First off, thank you for the kind words. Hey, hey, I'm speaking from the heart. This is honesty right here. Okay. I I promise. Honest, honest. Okay, guys. So what I want, the reason why I brought you on here, y'all, you guys are unique, interesting people to me. And so I want my, my fans, I want my followers, I want my listeners to know who you guys are because y'all have a unique story. You don't think so? I think so. Okay. (laughs) So I want you guys here. So here's what I want to do. I want my listeners to know, who are you guys? And and let's find out why I put you on here today. Am I first? Yeah. Who are you? I might have to call Uh, So first, I would say I'm blessed and grateful. Uh, Number one, blessed and grateful. Uh, 42 years old, married to my high school sweetheart, Jenna, sitting here beside me. Love her to death. Oh. Christian. And uh, I would say blessed to uh, be surrounded in, a, in the business that we have with some of the greatest, most talented people on the pl- on the planet. Cool, cool, awesome. Who are you, ma'am? Who are you? I got, I got, let's, let them know. So first, I would say I'm a Christian, okay. and I am a mother to three kids, mm-hmm. ages 15, 13, and nine, almost 10, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a wife to my high school sweetheart. Who's that? This guy. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. Cool. So, so tell me, uh, what do y'all do? I know you guys are business owners, you're entrepreneurs. Tell me exactly like who, tell me who you are. I want to sure, know. I want, sure. I want them to know. So I'm involved really in three different businesses. Um, the first two with my uh, middle brother and uh, we have a construction company, HJC Farms, where we uh, basically travel the state, fix guardrail, install highway road signs, um, do some concrete work and uh, save lives by doing our job pro- the proper way. And uh, about f- five years ago, so uh, we started C4 Fuels. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a growing business, just opened up, or about to open up uh, a brand new branch in Abilene uh, on Treadway mm-hmm. at uh, 4721 Hill Street. There you go. Put little, it in there, little, man. Little Put it in there. there. That's, that's all right. Try, that's, right. that's good. That's good. And uh, with, with my wife, 
uh, we have some real estate where we have some rental properties. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you guys, I mean, it sounds like you do everything and you guys are involved too. Your kids are highly involved, great athletes. They're everywhere. I think, right? Yes. Very blessed with three healthy children. Again, I uh, can't say how blessed we are. Uh, that's, that's a key word in our life and being grateful because I think, uh, uh, being grateful is the uh, gateway to success and, and happiness for sure. Cool. Awesome, man. And and not only, Cody, and I want to throw this out there too, I've learned so much from you. And How long have we known each other now? Uh, since the fall of 2016. 2016, okay. Yes, sir. So you came, you, you, I, what I want to know now is is the reason why I brought you on here is why did you, why did you start seeing me? How did we become friends? How did you, be, how did you, how did you get involved with me? Sure. So uh, you'll hear me throughout this uh, re- reference back to uh, Strategic Coach. Uh, there's a gentleman that started that, uh, Dan Sullivan and his wife, uh, Babs, and uh, uh, through, a, through a, a mutual friend and uh, Randy Glenn with Extreme Exteriors, uh, mm-hmm. talked me into going there, and it really changed my life professionally and personally. And uh, after my first class there in Chicago, uh, I realized that I was not living my life the right way, uh, uh, just personally health-wise. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife had started working out probably prior to that, uh, probably six months. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I just realized how out of shape I was and uh, living very unhealthy. So I wanted to make a change. And uh, to begin, you got to begin. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I talked to Jana about it. And she said, there, there's this guy that uh, I've seen him on social media. I've seen Andrew. Uh, I think you would be a good fit. So, mm. so she called, got the first appointment to come there, about died. Uh, <laughs> I can remember uh, basically about to pass out and uh, – um, you have to go get me some Gatorade so I can get through it. I, I remember that. I remember uh, that. So, but that's, uh, again, that's, uh, fall of 2016. Here so, we are today. So 2016, I, I want to, cause, cause you've taught me this, you taught me this measure backwards. Sure. Okay. So Absolutely. I'm going to, we're going to go back to Friday, last Friday. Okay. Okay. So you hit a milestone. Sure. All right. You, you hit a 300 pound bench press. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. I was yes. there. I'm just teasing. I'm trying to see if Jana will actually smile and say some funny things because she's actually really funny in case you guys, she, I think she's camera and uh, mic shy, but, but so, so you, so what you're telling me is, is you haven't always been uh, goal oriented, right? Have you always been, have you always wanted to lose weight? Was it just that taking that time as a, as going to the strategic coach was, tell me a little bit about that. Sure. Like, why did you want to get in shape? There had, sure. What was I, that? I think I've always been goal oriented. But I didn't really and fully understand and still learning today exactly what goals meant. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I think we're taught, or at least I was growing up, that you set goals and if you don't hit your goal, you're a failure. Well, man, that's absolutely false. And uh, thanks to Coach and uh, the things I've learned there is that uh, we're never never losing. We're either winning or learning. Mm -hmm. And uh, so when we don't meet our our goals, because it don't matter what goal you set, whether it's in business or, or in your personal life, Man, the journey is never going to be exactly what you thought it was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, life's about progress, not perfection. Mm-hmm. And uh, so go back to the beginning of 2019. You and I made that goal uh, together. You told me to do everything, and you did your part. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't hit it by the end of 2019. And so I have to look in the mirror and say, why didn't I? How many workouts did I miss? You know, mm-hmm. I was going to work out three days a week. There are several weeks where it was two days a week, or there down there was just one day a week. So those were missed opportunities that I could have uh, – but I kept seeing um, increments of, of, of getting closer to that goal. Mm-hmm. And then finally on January 10th, there we, we hit it. But I never got discouraged because I could see the progress. Okay, yeah. So he, told, he said earlier that you started working out before him, right? right. So what did you do? What, Janet, let us know. I want to know what you did. How, what were you doing at the time that motivated him, that inspired him too? Mm, 
I would say somewhere around 35. I just looked in the mirror and thought, that's not really what I want to look like anymore. It wasn't about weight for me. It never has been. I've always been, um, you know, skinny. But uh, I just didn't like the way I looked. And so I made an appointment with a trainer and started working out three days a week and saw just huge results, like quick, Mm -hmm. you know, um, that my body was changing and I was feeling so much better. And so when you surround yourself with people that are growing, you want to do the same. Mm. So, I mean, I think that's kind of, Cody saw that, that it was working for me. And so I think that with that along with Coach, Helped him want to do that because I don't know. Because you guys are you guys are a team. I mean, yeah. you guys really are. Uh, I, I want people to understand that, that you guys are like one. That was like 2016 for me as yeah, well, but it was like a couple right. of months. Yes. Yeah. Sure, sure. And, and you talk about the team thing. Uh, definitely, um, I'm able to do what I do in 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 the business with my brother because of her. Um, and I, I get to be the fun dad, the super dad that shows up at the sporting events, shows up and the meals cooked. Um, we have a very, I would say, traditional um, marriage, but very respectful marriage. Um, I understand I would not be able to do and, and dedicate the time that I do to work if it was not for her taking care of the kids the way that she does. Mm. And uh, by what she does, it allows me to be where my feet are. Mm-hmm. When I'm at work, I get to be there. My mind gets to be there. And when I'm at home, I get to be there. Mm-hmm. And I get to have the fun with the kids. And uh, I, I, I take that for granted sometimes, and uh, I have to remind myself of that. And... Uh, uh, kudos to her for that. That's sweet. Oh, what a sweetheart. Sweet. That's all I got to say. But but he's, he's being honest. You guys really are a team. And that's something that I, I tell my wife all the time. I'm like, man, the coolies are, they really are one. It's the coolies. <laughs> like, I, I can't really say individual because you guys are together all the time. I mean, heck, she was in a meeting today with you, right? Sure. Uh, yeah. A- absolutely. You know, I, I, we, we kid a lot of, uh, while we're working out together with you that some, some uh, couples go to marriage counseling and we go to Andrew. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so tell me this, if, if, if my listeners are around your age, right, they're, they're married, they have kids, they, they want to lose weight. What are some things that you would tell people that are on this? Like, let's say we were talking about your brother or we're talking about people that are on the fence of wanting to get started. What would you tell them? Sure. I, I would say, um, don't get caught for me. Uh, and again, this is my perspective. It, mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be different depending on who you're talking to. But don't get so caught up in, in the losing weight. Um, but do get caught up in being healthier. Mm-hmm. Because I'm actually, I actually weigh more than I did when I started with you, but I'm a lot more healthier. Mm-hmm. My body shape is a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, I get asked all the time, man, how'd you lose that weight? How did you lose? I didn't, man. I actually put on 10 pounds, but I'm shaped differently. So number one, don't get caught up in that. And then number two, realize everything's a choice. Okay. Um, I don't look today the way I want to look to, but it didn't stop me from drinking two nights ago, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I make a choice every time I go eat. What am I going to eat? Um, so everything's about choices and about habits. And I would say don't have some unrealistic goal that you're going to hit. Right. And make ba- take baby steps because success is really built on, on, on winning and momentum is built on, on achieving things. So, so put some baby steps in there. And when you start seeing those success, you'll gain momentum towards whatever you ultimately want to do. Yeah, yeah. So, so you talk a lot about time, and I've, you've corrected me about time versus priority. Can you touch on that a little bit? Because I know my listeners, man, this is the number one excuse. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. So let's, let's talk about that. I want to hear that. Sure. Um, and again, this is, this is all coming from strategic coach. This is not Cody Cooley. This is just me delivering the message. And, uh, but I, I really bought into it, and there's a lot of truth to it. 
you hear all the time there's all kinds of books and people have made millions writing books and selling journals and everything else about managing time. Well, tell me how are you going to manage something that don't stop? It don't matter what you do. That clock's going to run. The sun's going to come up. The moon's going to come up. The sun's going down. You cannot manage that. Mm-hmm. What you can manage your priorities. Ah, there it is. You can manage your priorities. So if you're going to work out, you're going to do it two days a week or three days a week, and you put that in your calendar, you put that in your schedule, it's you that ultimately makes the choice whether you're going to pull that out and replace that time with something else. Right. But lose the concept that I'm going to manage time. You can't manage it. It don't stop no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. What you can manage is your priorities. And, you know, they, they teach that uh, everybody's given the same amount of time, but not everybody views time the same way. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's probably both, again, professionally and personally, uh, been made a huge difference in me talking about managing my priorities versus managing time. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, Jana, this question is for you. What I want to know is as a mom, right? You're busy. I know you're busy. You're taking care of the home, just like what Cody said earlier. But you're also, I mean, you're taking kids to practice, from practice, to events, to events. You're also managing the real estate business too right. as well, right? Correct. So when you hear excuses, when you hear an excuse from a, a friend or a mom or anything, uh, you know you've been there, right? You mm-hmm. probably were there. Yeah. What? Why did you want to start really, like why did you want to start getting in shape? Really, I just told myself, I'm just going to get started. Like, I don't love to work out. It's really not my favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I do look forward to the time that Cody and I take out an hour a day, you know, to get to be together. And so I enjoy that, and I enjoy the way it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. Do I just love to go work out? Probably, I would say no. Gotcha. But I love the way it makes me feel. So I don't want people that to just think that, Everybody that works out does it because they love it. Mm-hmm. But I have worked out enough now, and I know the feeling that it gives me that when I don't work out, I miss it. Gotcha. So it's kind of an oxymoron to say I don't love to work out, but then, mm-hmm. um, you know, things happen this week that I didn't make it a priority this week um, to come three days, and so I only worked out one day this week. But you know what? Next week is a new week. So, um, <laughs> and me. I have found that that when I just tell myself I'm going to work out three days, um, I don't always do it. But whenever I write it down in a time slot on my calendar, mm-hmm. I usually make that commitment. So, so writing it down is important. Right. It really is. Yeah. A- absolutely. So writing down measurable goals. Right. Sure. Those things. You're, you're writing something over there. I don't, well, what, what, what are you writing <laughs> over there? I see something. So, so I, if I don't write things down, I forget. That's, oh, that's, that's good. That's, that's good. The concept of being over 40, I guess. <laughs> going with eyesight. But so, you know, I, I really, I, I view it, and again, there's some days I get in there, and yeah, I do like working out, but there's days I'm just like, man, I don't want to do this today. Mm-hmm. But once you're into it 15, 20 minutes, golden, right? And, and I've told you several times, it, it's really, uh, the way I view it, we work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday, one hour. It, it's three hours of what I really don't want to do. Yeah. Uh, there, I can think of a lot of things I'd rather be doing, but man, how good it makes me feel for seven days. Right. So it's really, it's a small investment, you know. Uh, I think it's Warren Buffett uh, says something to the effect of um, the greatest investment you can make or the, the investment that supersedes all else is investment in yourself. Mm. So that's that's the way I view uh, investing in the strategic coach from learning. That's the way I view coming to you and, and putting myself through what you, what you do to me because mm-hmm. uh, it's it's really an investment in, in myself and I'm, I'm better for it. Right. So. No, I think that's all. Awesome. That's great. I was I was just wondering what you were doing over there. You're doing math or something, you know. Well, but that was neat. That was cool. So you write in 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 math and then you speak in English. That's, that's I like that. 
I'm teasing. I'm teasing. No, I think this is good. This is good. Okay, so so tell me this. If if you guys we talked, we touched on beginners. We touched on people that want to get started. Do you think uh, you said you said that you just wanted to start doing it, and you 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 didn't set any goals? Do you think writing down goals is important and placing them everywhere? Is that what you did when you first started? Because you started two times a week, thirty minutes. You always have a saying. So. Do you think it's good to write it down? Do you, what, what helped you along the way? Like, what kept you motivated? Why did you keep coming back? Why did you want to get to 300? Uh, seeing results. I mean, I, I think uh, to motivate somebody or to say somebody you're going to rah, rah, re and motivate somebody, I think is uh, BS. Uh, mm-hmm. know, I, I think there's some, you can drink the Kool-Aid and be good for a day or two. Mm-hmm. But uh, success is what motivates people and seeing progress, mm-hmm. for sure. So... Uh, but to answer your question about writing goals down, if you want to achieve a goal, write it down. Gotcha. Okay. Write it down. And, uh, you know, they're smart. The acronym, I think, is SMART. Yeah, uh, SMART. Specific, measurable, achievable, set in a time frame. Um, it's a real simple way of, of putting it. But uh, you got to write your goals down. Realistic. And, uh, realistic, realistic, yeah. So, uh, you know, to say that I'm going to dunk a basketball Team. at 42, 5 foot 10 and white and can't jump, it's not going to happen. It's not realistic. Okay. Uh, but write, write smart goals down, write them out, write your plan out, and put it in a time frame so that you got something to reference back. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, going back to do not, uh, don't beat yourself up if you don't make your goal. Just But if you can look backwards and see, okay, two months ago I was here, but I'm here today. Mm-hmm. I may have, maybe I didn't lose 10 pounds. Maybe I only lost 7 pounds. Or mm-hmm. maybe I didn't lift what I wanted to, but I did. I'm further along than what I was. So that's what fuels my fire. Gotcha, gotcha. I want to know about words. So wording, you guys are very good. When I hear you guys speak, you guys talk a lot about um, need, need versus want. Sure. Got versus get, you know, those type of words. Do you think words are important? Uh, Definitely. Um, You know, we try to teach our kids a lot of times, and we we give them, uh, in my opinion, more than what they need, okay? But, uh, you know, we try to teach them when they say, I want something. No, you really, or, or where they need something, you know, they'll, they'll say, we, we want, we need this, we need that. No, you really want that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think it's huge to understand the difference in want and need. Um, you know, when it gets right down to it, we are so blessed to be living in the USA. We're so blessed to be living in a great town of, uh, of Abilene, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, for the most part, everybody here has what they need. Mm-hmm. We, we just, we want a lot more than what we need. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You guys both touched on earlier, and we're going to go back a little bit. Y'all both touched on being Christian. And yeah, as you know, I, last week I, had a, I got interviewed a pastor, and he talked about fitness and faith. He talked about his life and faith. Do you think that being fit, which you guys both are, being fit helps in your, in your faith journey? Does it help in your business? Does it help other things, aspects of your life? What do you think? Well, in my opinion, to grow as a Christian, you have to read your Bible. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're not in the Word, then you're not going to grow. You're going to stay stagnant. It's no different than working out. If you don't go to the gym and mm-hmm. you don't, and for me, it was, um, I hired a trainer for the accountability mm-hmm. because that's my personality. Um, I knew I wasn't going to go if someone wasn't waiting on me. And so, um, and that's kind of why I do a Bible study as well um, because I need that accountability. Gotcha. So it's, I mean, to me, they go hand in hand. It's the same thing. No, that's awesome. Yeah. So, so the accountability for you is huge. Right. You're going to show up. Right. 
I'm going to show up if I tell somebody I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. Right. Do you write it? Do you write it all down on, like Actually, on a calendar? Like you said earlier. And that's the whole thing. Um, Cody is a very much a goal setter. He's a write it down and this is where we're going to be. And that's really not my personality. It just is who I am. You mm-hmm. know. I mean, like I want to be that person that makes lists and takes them with me to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. But I just can't seem to get to the grocery store with my list. It's just not me. It's not who I am. So that drives Cody crazy. But um, in the long run, I always uh, somehow manage to get it done. Yeah. So and that's kind of the bottom line but for me as far as working out I have to at least schedule it on my calendar Mm -hmm. and I like a handwritten calendar as well as my phone Um, because if I don't like if I look at my week what happens is especially as a mom that has three kids if I look at my week and I don't put the time in there then something else will take its place gotcha so I only have limited numbers of hours that I can go to the gym before it's time to pick up kids Mm mm-hmm I mean, of course, I know people that are working or um, outside the home are saying, well, yeah, well, okay, if my time was 5 to 6 a.m., that's what I would do. Right. I mean, I have lots of friends that go to the gym at 5 in the morning because it's important to them. Mm-hmm. So my time happens to be 1030. I'm lucky to get to go at 1030. Mm-hmm. And um, after I get the kids off and, you know, some things done. But if I don't put it in, then something else will take its place. Someone gotcha. will call me. And I will say yes to that instead of, oh, I'm sorry, I've already got something else going. Gotcha. So, gotcha. I mean, I do find it important to put it in your calendar. If not, something else will take its place. Mm, that's great. That's so. great info. You got anything to add to that, sir? I feel like you're, I feel like you're, you're wanting to. Come on. No, Come I mean, on. Uh, so going back to just because I'm a goal setter and I write it down and she doesn't make lists, that's okay. Everybody's built uniquely differently. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yes, does it frustrate me sometimes? Sure, that's reality. <laughs> but at the same time, you're going to find what you're looking for. Oh, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So when I look at her, you know what I see when I look at her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love her to death. Yeah, you yeah, do. I think you she's do. The sexiest woman alive. Hey. So, so he said it here. Said it here. Hey, it's official. <laughs> After how many years? Almost 20. But so, you know, in marriages or anything else, everybody's got faults. I've got a ton of faults. Uh, luckily, that's not what she focuses on when she when she looks at me. I don't focus on her not making a list, even though mm-hmm. that's important to me. That's not what I focus on. Is it frustrating sometimes? Sure. I'm like, yeah. what do you mean you didn't get that? You was just at the grocery store. But <laughs> we learn ways to work around that. Market Street, how awesome is that? You can order it online. They'll deliver it to you. You can pick it up. You check, check, check. Man, done. Just don't let your 13-year-old daughter order groceries for you. <laughs> she does that sometimes <laughs> as well. That's awesome. That's good. So how how is how's being fit helped you guys? Your marriage, how's it helped you? Let's get let's get you know, let's talk about that. Let's let's hear. So because I know a lot of my listeners. Sure. They're married. I mean uh you know me, I'm a throw it on the table type of oh, guy. Great day, dear. <laughs> look, from an energy standpoint. Yeah. I mean, most of all. Um, you know, I'm a I'm a positive upbeat person to begin with, but I get drained as well. Gotcha. And uh it, it does not matter. I mean that working out it it uh it's like plugging your phone in when it's dead and you, it's 100% when you get through. Mm-hmm. You're just amped up and you're ready to go. And, and that lasts for me, honestly, for about probably about 48 hours. Because mm-hmm. I can really tell uh, I work out Monday, I'm good all the Monday afternoon, all day Tuesday. Wednesday, there we go. I work out again Friday. Come Sunday, I'm starting to feel that drag. Gotcha, so, gotcha. Um, so from an energy standpoint, in, in a, so I think when you go home and you're with your kids after working all day, um, having that extra energy uh, to engage them, embrace them, keeps you a better attitude. Um, and the more positive you can stay, the better life's going to be. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's a little different. Um, mine is a confidence thing. Um, I truly believe if you feel like you look good and you, you know, 
then you have more confidence. Gotcha. Um, and I think confidence is a big deal. I'm not saying um, confidence as in a um, arrogance. Right. Confidence. Right. I'm saying that I, when I look in the mirror, I feel I I look. I know that whenever I first, before I started working out, I would look in the mirror and be like, ooh, like, you know, I didn't want to look that way anymore mm-hmm. because I wasn't used to that. I don't know, I don't know what it was about the age of 35 that mm-hmm. happened, but my body changed. My metabolism changed. Um, it wasn't about the number on the scales. It was about the way I looked in a swimsuit. And gotcha. I didn't like feeling that way. I didn't like that I didn't want to be outside um, in front of my friends with my kids in a swimsuit. Mm-hmm. And so um, for me, I feel like the way, when I can tell when I haven't worked out by the way that my body looks. Gotcha. And then I'm, I, then you lose that confidence. And then, I mean, I think that, I think confidence is a big deal for people. Yeah, absolutely. It, both men and women. Right. Absolutely. So that is probably the main reason I work out. I love the energy it gives me. But it also gives them great confidence. Gotcha. So. Yeah. Sure. I, I think one of, and again, strategic coach, they'll teach you one of the number one things you sh- you got to do is protect your own confidence. Mm-hmm. You got to protect your confidence. Whatever gives you confidence, do it. And uh, because I mean, we talk all the time about uh, the analogy I like to use is is kids getting up to hit a baseball bat or hit a baseball, and you'll hear parents and you'll hear coaches just have some confidence when you get to the plate. Well, you don't just grab confidence. It mm-hmm. ain't just like they're between the dugout to, to the batter's box. They're going to reach up in the air and grab some confidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same thing in life as adults. Uh, whatever it does that gives you confidence, you've got to do. So if you want that kid to have confidence when he's going to go bat, he's got to do batting practice. He's got to put the time in. He's got to do the things that's going to give him confidence when he hits the plate. Right. You're just not going to grab it out of the air. Now, that's a great analogy. I mean, it works for fitness, if, like she just said, big time. I, I love that, man. You. You guys are awesome. This is good. This is good things. We kind of jumped off script here. That's okay. See, that's good. I like that. I like doing that because y'all are full of knowledge and the people have to know. The people got to know. That's good. (laughs) All right, guys. So I want to talk about, I want to talk about like you, you, you guys. And, uh, when it comes to who are, who are some people that have been the most influential in your life so far? Like what, what, who are those people? You can say whoever you want. Okay. Uh, first and foremost, my parents, Mm -hmm. um, Hardest working people I know today. Uh, they're in their mid 70s, and I would, I don't care. Uh, we've got about 100 people that work with us on the construction side, and some of them are 20 years old, and I'd put them right up against my mom because my mom would eat them alive. Yeah. Uh, they are some hard working people. We grew up farming and ranching, wouldn't take anything from that. Um, learned, learned a lot from them. Mm-hmm. So that would be my first influence. Um, secondly, um, the, the great answer here is God, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, um, it's my wife. Another one. Another one. I get God through her. That's yeah. my answer. You can't say that one. So that's that, that's really interesting. My greatest blessing from God has been my wife. Gotcha. For sure. And then strategic coach, man, I'm telling you. Um, the, the influence I've gotten from there. From what the are people. they paying you? The, uh, hey, it's the, uh, we, we are not getting endorsed at all but, by Strategic Coach. But you got to give. <laughs> you, that they're gonna you, it's you, good. It's good. you got to give gratitude where it's, where, where oh, it yeah. is, right? And um, there's a guy named Chad Johnson who is my coach there. And just listen to him, another gentleman by the name of Lee Brower. Um, unbelievable what, they, what they've done in my life. And, and just listening to them and being surrounded by those people. You know, you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with most often. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's, uh, those would be my top three. Awesome. Those are great. That's great. Ma'am? 
Well, I'm trying to figure out who can pick up my kid from school. Oh, today. so we have okay, okay. We'll move yeah. on then. Well, no. So, so we do you? Ha- make a list no, you want you could want to list them for her. Yeah, I. Um, well, first off, I think everyone would say their parents, it, even if it was negative. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's who you know who you. If that's who raised you, um, and then since Cody and I have been together since I was 15 years old, mm-hmm. it's weird to think that your husband. When you think back to your influencers, but I mean, it's a very obvious answer. I mean, yeah, each other. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think so that's I right. feel like you said three mom, dad, Cody. So, Sweet. so mom, so that's three, or is that a pair? And then Cody's two. Oh, shoot. You know, Par- parents, that's one. You no, it was two. Another one. It was two. You have another one? Well, I mean, yourself. You're, I'm surprised you didn't say you, you know, right. myself. <laughs> No one else but me. I want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. That's pretty good though. No, those are good. Those are great. Those are. I, ho- I hope your son finds uh, a right finds home. a ride home. I'm sorry for taking up your time today. No, it's great. It's great. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Okay, guys. So, so what I want to know, you guys both have different professions, right? But you're a team. So I want to know, and this is the question I ask everyone that I interview. Like, what is one common myth that you wanted to bunk? Like what, what is one thing you're a homemaker? What, what's the correct term? Is it mom? Is it a housewife? What, what the heck is it? What's the right thing to say? I never know what yeah, to say. I don't really know either because I'm not easily offended. Okay. So, um, I mean, I feel super, super privileged to get to stay home That's gotcha. and, and work from home. So, um, the myth I probably would want to debunk is the fact that I think people think that people who work from home mm-hmm. have a lot of free time and they can just do what they want. Um, I would say I have a lot of freedom um, to make my own schedule. Mm-hmm. But as far as me just like sitting at home wondering what I'm going to do next, right. I don't remember the last day I had that. You're not at home in your no. PJs, no. kicking back, having not a cup time. of joe, no. just hanging out. Nah. I get up and get dressed every morning. Um, I take I take our oldest to school sometimes at six o'clock in the morning, so we leave mm-hmm. our house at five thirty, five forty-five. And um, I mean, I always get up, get dressed, get ready for the day, no mm-hmm. matter what. So I, I don't know I've, that I've ever sat at the house and just watched TV and ate bonbons. So I think so. For so that's me, yeah. Yeah, I I just think for me, people who don't um, work from home, I think they probably look at it thinking that that's what that I do. You know. So that's debunked right now. Debunked we just right debunked now. it. That's cool. No, yep. that's great insight because I, I agree. Like even me trying to figure out what yep. to call or what right. to stereotype, I guess right. you could say. Like you want to say, well, why can't you work out at 11 today instead of 1030? Well, because I have something else going and you kind of want to go, really? Like what, what else do you do? You know? Right, I right. I mean, I get it. I, I understand that. But um, I mean, I think that. You Why'd you look at me like that? Is there a long, that's, that's too, you can yeah. pause as long as you want yeah. to. No, so what, what I just keep thinking comes to mind, just because you don't get a W-2 doesn't mean you don't work. Ah, here we okay. go. So I think that's the key thing. Right. Um, the biggest thing as far as us goes that I'd want to debunk, it's uh, a new word for me. Um, oh, great day. He's well, going to start using it. Debunk. <laughs> we'll debunk that. Um, is the fact that I don't do what I I don't do what I do. We don't do in our business what we do without her. Gotcha. And so, when kids are sick, I don't take them to the doctor. I don't have to see about when they forget their lunch, when they forget their backpack, when they forget this. I'm not the one that runs up to school to take care of that. Mm-hmm. 
And because of that, I get to do my feet. And I'll say it again. I get to be where my feet are. Mm-hmm. And I get to concentrate on that. I get to have uninterrupted uh, meetings or, mm-hmm. or whatever the case is. I get to be very productive when I'm at work because I don't have to worry about um, the, the home. And so that, so that would be the first thing is that my, my pay, if you want to call it that, is really our pay because it takes her doing what she does to allow me to do what I do. So the second thing, um, any, any success that we've had to this point um, is not a straight line. Uh, that's, the, that's the biggest thing that I think, uh, you know, you hear the terms when they're talking about rappers or they're talking about music people or overnight successes. There's no such thing. Right. We hear the term a whole lot. Man, you're the luckiest son of a guns I know. It happens a lot, and, and so there, there's <laughs> lots of lots of long nights, lots of early worries, mornings, or lots of early mornings. But I I don't mind early mornings. Right. Um, but uh, but we have a saying that says the harder I work, the luckier I seem to get. <laughs> you know, because on the outside looking in, that's what people want to think is that we're just lucky. Mm-hmm. Like. And where you know, well, like you're a, not. You work, right? Yeah. And we've made some bad, we've made some bad turns. Right. For sure. I mean, it hadn't all but, just been. You know, success is not a straight line. I mean, it, there's lots of valleys and cliffs and thunderstorms and everything else you got to go in, and there may be one tomorrow. But you know what? Um, we're only 42. I don't think 42 is old. Speak I really for don't. yourself. Yeah, She's I'm, 40, I'm not 42. Don't Uh-oh. try to put me in but, that category. You know, in, in relative terms, we're, we're young. We're taking care of ourselves. So if we make a bad turn, we'll, we'll pick up and we'll keep moving. Yeah. So we'll learn from it. There's no such thing as losing. I love it. I love it. Okay, so you, joking aside, you, you want to live to how old? Why are you laughing? 135. <laughs> I had to throw it in there. Well, I had to throw it in there. A lot of people laugh. So, so I'm not laughing. I, I, I said joking. You know, okay. we're joking aside. She started laughing. So. Okay. So, so you want to live to that's, age 35, 135 that's, years. That's the number. Absolutely. So, so is there any significance? Is there anything tied to it? Is there anything at all? Yeah, sure. Let me ask you, Andrew, how old would you be if you didn't know the day you was born? True. True. So touche. Touche. Age is just a number. <laughs> exactly. Take, that's what I wanted to come out. Take, take care of yourself. And yeah. uh, with modern technology. So think about when was the first heart surgery? Your BMAW was one of the first ones. Mm-hmm. And what year was that? Mm, no, I have no idea. In the 70s? Before me, I think. 60s? Yeah. Sure. So that's really only 60 years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how far has modern technology come since then? Oh, big time. So when I do reach that age, that possibility that I have to do it, what's, what's technology going to be? So to sit here and say I could live to be 135, I don't think it's out of the question. I'm going to live my life. I'm like I'm going to be. Boom. Remember, he's a goal setter. Drop. If, if you could drop the mic, you could drop it right hey. then, but it's on the holster. So I set the goal at 135 and I'll live to be 120. I missed it by Hey, that's years. pretty good. Hey, that's awesome, man. I just, I love, I love the way your, y'all's minds think. I love this. Okay. Is there anything, and this is something I also ask, is there anything uh, that I missed? Anything you want to talk about? Any questions that you want me to ask you? Um, no, <laughs> I, I wouldn't think so. I, I would think um, the biggest thing I would say to you, Andrew, is don't devalue yourself. Man, you're, you're awesome. You're Aww. awesome at what you do. Appreciate that. Um, I, I think the sky's the limit for you, uh, whether it's working out, whether it's social media, whatever it is. Just don't limit yourself. Have a growth mindset. That, that's the biggest thing. Uh, don't settle. I, I like the term. Um, uh, don't 
never let yourself arrive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think a lot about Michael Jordan. I think a lot about uh, Tom Brady. Um, I think a lot about Serena Williams, Tiger Woods, mm-hmm. those people that stayed on top for so long. Kobe Bryant, I mean, they didn't allow themselves to arrive. Um, arriving is the enemy of thriving. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why when Michael Jordan won his first championship, he's holding up two fingers. He wins mm-hmm. championship number two, he's holding up three. And he's ready to go again. Mm-hmm. What's, what's the next goal? What's the next one we're going to do? So have a growth mindset. Cool. That was great. Any final words from you, ma'am? Nope. Nothing good to say about that guy. I mean, he gave you two shout-outs so today awesome. before you. I wasn't as prepared. He was ready. Were, I don't know if those were those in your notes. Yeah. No, these sure. were actually just uh, some stuff I printed off right before we started. <laughs> I did a gym net career day. I knew you was going to ask. Oh, some, okay. You know, yeah. Some basic questions. Yeah. I figured they'd be answered in there, so yeah. I didn't forget them. Be consistent with my answers. Cool, cool. So, so I guess we hit everything. I like that. I like it. It's good. Okay, guys, where where can my listeners find you? Do you guys what do y'all do? Social media? Do you do anything? Yeah, at church? Where, where, where can where can they find you? Business? All those things. Sure. Uh, you can find me most of the time during the week at 4721 Hill Street at, uh, with C4 Fuels. Um, HJC Farms, we're located in Holly, Texas on F- uh, FM 707. Um, church, you're going to find us at Beltway on Sunday. So we're going to say we're going to the early service, but it never happens. We're always <laughs> in the late service. Uh, Tuesdays and Fridays, you're going to find us supporting the Jim Ned Lady Indians and Jim Ned Indians. And uh, let's see. If you need a rent house, you're going to find those in Anson, but they're full, so don't be trying to call today. (laughs) So that's where you find us, uh, a couple of websites, c4fuels.com and hjcfarms.com. Cool. You heard it here, guys. You heard it here. So what I like to do with my exit, I don't know if you guys ever listen all the way through a podcast, but I like to throw out something that sounds like this. Okay. It usually goes, thank you guys for listening, and I hope you enjoy this sick beat. But now that I have guests, what I like them to do is sick beat beat type of thing. Y'all think y'all could do that? We can do anything you want to do. Okay, cool. So, well, I'll get there and then I'll signal you and you got to say, sick beat. Okay. But you you don't have to yell. You just go, sick beat. Uh, The pastor in the last one was like, sick beat. You know, he kind of had like, he didn't know what to do. I was like, dude, you can just let it go. Just let Let it go. go. Just let it go. All right. Hey guys, thank you so much for doing this. I really do appreciate y'all. I really do. Thank you so much. You guys are waiting, aren't you? I'm ready. (laughs) Good. Okay, guys, thank you so much. Don't forget, head over to Apple Podcasts, head over to Spotify, leave me a review, and check these guys out, the Coolies, uh, Jana and Cody. They're awesome. They're great. They have a great story. Uh, I appreciate you guys, like I said earlier. So, sick B! <laughs> That's good. I like it. Thank you.